0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing The Punisher, Season 2, Episode 9, Fluster Cluck. All that right after this.
1: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, what's happening, my brother? Oh, man, just this Punisher stuff. Yeah, let's dive right in. Uh, okay. for episode 9, season 2. Fluster uh, Cluck. Fluster Cluck. I uh, loved this episode. It's so good. And I feel like that's all we're saying this season is just like every episode's like, man, I, but, but the, well, we have, we've said that some episodes are a little slower than others, um, but this one, I just love what, I, I, I just can't say enough about
0: how good this episode is. <laughs> I feel like, you know, it, we, we were saying, like, there were some action episodes, there were some setup episodes, but this one feel, feels a lot like it did both. Oh, for within sure. Within the same
1: episode. Well, this one felt like a setup episode, but a lot of cool stuff happened, and that final fight sequence um, was so much fun.
0: It was. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was. I mean, we got to see Frank doing Frank. Right, yeah being a badass just
1: just my favorite badass moment of the episode as as we we've tried to say, I think we've only done it on two episodes, but badass moment of the episode for me was um you didn't kill him, you shot him, bang, I killed him. <laughs> no, you didn't kill him, you just shot him I don't know bang, how I see I killed him <laughs> I don't know how I didn't see that coming. I really don't, but I was watching it, and I was like, oh. I bet he'll try to save that guy so as not to, like, ruin, you know, the innocence of Amy. Uh, But how did I not see it coming? It was perfect. That is how Punisher would handle
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Actually, the thing that I like about that is Amy finally, like, she did the thing. She finally used the thing. That, that Frank taught her, and she yes. did it well. She didn't like take the gun and then freeze. Like, oh my god, what am I going to do? She just pulled the trigger. And all that was part of the training. I, I, I do wish
1: maybe they'd do a little more of that training, because I feel like they did like 30 seconds of training this season. and then... Haven't
0: you ever played a video game, Matt? You do it one time, and then you just know it.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: It's kind of exactly what it was. Now, my favorite badass moment in this episode was... Frank standing in the street, like in that alleyway, and the guy's saying, Listen, asshole, there's one of you. And it's bang, 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 bang. Oh, that's right. Oh, man, I loved that. And then he walks up to him. All right, let's talk. That is, that is,
1: that, is, yeah, you're right. That's probably the better badass Frank moment, but I just loved the humor of shooting that guy.
0: <laughs> yep. That uh, that part made me laugh a lot. Yeah, and it probably shouldn't. That probably says something dark about me. But <laughs> no, nah, man, it, it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that Frank has his really funny moments in like some of the darkest comedy because like right before that he tosses <laughs> he tosses a thumb into no, a is. shot glass Call and says Call it a tip. <laughs> oh,
1: it's so funny. <laughs> it's so silly. I love this show. This season, one thing I, I, I may be wrong. I may be just straight up wrong about this. It felt like last season, Frank was a lot more broody and less talky. Yeah. And I, I just loved how much they've had him talk this season. Not only in those, uh, no pun intended, but punny ways. Um, his punisher.
0: That's uh, his, yeah, no,
1: I got it. This, this season, he's like, he's a different kind of punisher. <laughs> All right. I'm just enjoying that, uh, too much. Um, uh, are you sure you don't have kids? <laughs> Dad jokes aside. Nope, I do not. Um, but I really, really impressed with the puns. They're super fun. Uh, but I, I like love that he's talking more about his family. Like that that scene near the beginning of the episode where he's sitting with Madani, Curtis, and Amy, and having like a, a real heart to heart about how his wife always saw this in him, and how he was
0: this. This is part of who he is. Like she saw that, and she loved him anyway. That's a powerful, powerful scene. Yeah, that leads right into him accepting that this is what he is now he's just like all right this is this is me so madani you just got to accept that
1: yeah you just got accept, to accept i am who i am and that's the say he says the same thing to Amy a little later um this is who i am i'm going to be this guy uh, and i wonder if that's the case like i wonder if they'll continue with that theme or if he will he will learn to change and grow i i almost feel like punisher can't change and grow and still be punisher <laughs>
0: I mean he's punishing himself.
1: Sure, absolutely for not
0: being able to save his family. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, the uh, when he says later to Amy that, you know, this is this is who I am, he tells her anytime I try to be some other guy, the wrong people get hurt. Yeah. And that's the thing is like
1: he knows he has this very particular set of skills. Um, and <laughs> In a way, that is the same logic that Spider-Man uses. Yeah, when I don't, when when bad things happen, and I stand by, like those bad things happen because of me.
0: Yep, when you can do what I do, and you don't do anything. I mean, it's you know, great power, great responsibility. Yeah, all that's required of. or say all that's required for evil to prevail is for good men to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's it, that man. Same, that same line of logic just all over this place. It's the, it's the same logic for, and I I liked
1: hearing that because it really does give him like sort of a moral basis for what he does. At least like, I think that in a lot of ways, Frank's like misconceptions about morality uh, come from a place of just like the things that he's witnessed. You know, like yeah. he, he has that, he has this faith that things are bad when he's not the punisher, when he doesn't do the things that most people would consider bad. Like when he doesn't murder the right people, bad things happen. And he has this like <laughs> weird faith that that's true. And, and, and maybe maybe he's wrong, but he's seen it happen too many times and he won't give that up.
0: It's almost like he has to take on all of the bad in the world. Like, on his shoulders. Like, be uh, a more dark version of a good person. Like, the good person who does bad things for a good reason. And, like, do it to where where the good people can see it. So that the good people feel better about themselves and are more good. Yeah. Kind of like driving the good people to be more good. and the bad people to just hide.
1: I don't know if I don't know if that's true. I don't know that he like even I don't know re- that he realizes that I don't know that he considers what the good people do. He just he is a man who deals in darkness. He's yeah. a man he like he is a man who just protects people who can't protect themselves.
0: Yeah, I mean that he said almost exactly that uh when was it like two episodes ago probably? Yeah. I love and, that uh, that he is
1: making that moral case on screen like yeah. i I'm not saying he's right there's a lot of reasons the punisher is bad, but yeah. <laughs> at yeah. least he's making his moral case and i'm I'm really enjoying it they're not just ignoring they're 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 making him directly confront the problems uh of the punisher the moral problems that exist around the punisher
0: yeah and he's he's just he's taking his stance he's he's finally like. I don't know that he necessarily just found his moral ground, but he's finally like discussing and and establishing out loud his moral yeah, ground. I don't think he's any different this season. He's just they're
1: they're having him talk a lot more, and yeah, I think part of that is that's what it is. He has come through. He's come through some of the family stuff that was that was powering his revenge last season, and now it's now he's just being him. He's getting involved in these other circumstances that really don't have anything to do with his family.
0: Yeah, he's just letting out all of the dad jokes that he can't say to, you know, his kids anymore. (laughs) He's just like, you know what? Now everybody gets it.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know about dad jokes, but uh, he's letting them out in the form of bullets, maybe. No, the puns. Right. The Punisher.
0: The puns and the and the jokes. Yeah, that. he
1: is so funny.
0: Oh, I love this show. I love the show
1: so much. Um, yep. no, let's let's touch on some of the characters that we haven't gotten to because we've been so fascinated by Frank. Um, we get uh, a big montage of Billy having sex with his therapist and murdering people for money and cocaine. <laughs>
0: various drugs but mostly cocaine
1: we talked about a couple episodes ago whether he how bad of a person is he and there's like almost not a worse scene like to just like establish how bad he is just indiscriminately murdering everyone in these apartment buildings you know
0: oh yeah just like machine guns to the face at point blank range that you know that's I'm not sure that that's something that Frank would do unless... Oh, it
1: absolutely know, is something Frank would do.
0: Um, unless circumstances drove him to have to do
1: that. Oh, no. I, we have seen him uh, shooting people in the face at close range. Uh, with a shotgun. With a shotgun and every other kind of, Like, he, he's, he is down. I mean, he shot that guy who was lying on the ground. They just don't show it. Well, they do, but they don't show it as brutally. They, they were trying to point out the brutality of Billy. For one thing, like... When Frank goes into a building to kill people, he is killing people that he knows are bad. They don't even know these people are involved. They're just killing everyone to make it an easy, like, go in and grab money and cocaine, you know?
0: Yeah. I, he generally yeah, think,
1: isn't going to kill someone who's just a bystander.
0: I think that a lot of the, uh, a, a lot of the, what makes these guys bad and what makes Frank good is the, like, the intent uh from the from the the butt end of the gun cuz these guys are like happily shooting these people like hey we're getting stuff and you know we're re- pillaging and and ransacking and we and frank is just like you guys are bad i have to end it yeah i don't know if i'm unhappy when i'm killing it makes me a uh, an antihero <laughs> that's that's what i'm taking away from this sure sure uh speaking of uh
1: and being in an unhappy place at the end of this episode, um, the Pilgrim was forced to go back and confront things from his past and they revealed a couple interesting things. He apparently used to be, I guess, part of the Aryan Nation or something like that. Yeah, he used to be some sort of gangbanger. Well, gangbanger, but some sort of racist gangbanger, specifically.
0: Who used to drink alcohol.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, so he used to be a gangbanger. He, he found himself in a bad place, uh, with his car broke down and he got in some sort of fight and then, um, ends up being, I guess, picked up by the Schultzes or their people and led to the light as it were. But really, he's just a different kind of dark in a different kind of darkness. Um, Mm. so I, so we left him like he's about to get murdered. It looks like, so We'll see how that works out for those people.
0: Because <laughs> they're not going to, you know, just have him be murdered there. That would be really weird. Like, as much focus as they've had on him. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really unsatisfying. He's barely had any interaction
1: with our our main
0: characters. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Madani's like, oh, man, Madani's still looking for him, and she can't find him because he's dead. And yeah. she's just, like, losing her mind. Like, where is this guy? Yeah. And then she falls into a dark place and becomes him. <laughs> and then Frank has to take her out. Yeah. You just wrote the next season. Yep. You're right. welcome. Any other uh, points you want to make about this episode? Um, I mean, we we didn't really talk about Madani and uh, Russo in her apartment. Oh,
1: that's right. Oh, man. Yeah. Gosh, like, that was insane.
0: Super powerful, emotional just oh my god
1: yeah raw like this is someone uh, the whole thing the whole thing was crazy but this is someone she used to care about he used to care about but doesn't remember like they're just both coming from such complex emotional places it was really an interesting scene and the power dynamics were just just crazy
0: yeah and just the amount of emotion that she's spewing out and him being just so calm and collected because he has like He has completely wiped it from his mind, uh, not necessarily by choice, but it is just not there. And she has, it's like she has to sit with all of it rather than him having to share, you know, their past. It's just all on her and he's just watching it. Yeah, man. It's just, it's crazy, crazy. God, this freaking season is so good. So good. All right, well, let's move
1: on and uh, watch episode 10. You ready? Yes, yes. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out. We're the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, add mcucast on all the socials, or go to patreon.com slash mcucast to support the show. Um, You'll get early ad-free access to all the episodes. Um, All right, peace. Until next
0: time, true believers.